Hello everyone, welcome to episode 20 of season 6 of the D1 Only podcast presented by TAP, Thoughts, Actors and Progress. My name is Eduardo Villalpando and I'm your host and I want to thank our sponsor TAP for making this possible. Also thanks to all the listeners for being here with us. Today we got ourselves a very special guest, Sarah Davetila. Thank you for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you, thanks for having me. For sure. Sarah is originally from Michigan and was an NCAA Division I student athlete at the University of North Carolina. During her time in college, she received multiple All-American selections who won the Fall National Championships in singles. She recently graduated from UNC with a Bachelor of Arts degree in Communication Studies and a Social and Economics Justice minor. So congrats on a great career so far. Thank you. I appreciate it. It has to be so weird for you, right? Now that it, all of this, like, is past, like, saying all this in past tense, like, was NCAA, was NCAA Division One student athlete recently graduated? So it's like it has to be like a crazy transition for you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, all I've known right is college the last five years, which has just been the best years of my life. So it's definitely um, an adjustment period right now, and will be for a little bit. But I'm really excited. Yeah, so I mean, let's get started. So, what's next for you? I mean, I it, from what I was checking on your Instagram, is it most likely will be the pro tour? But are you still evaluating other options, or is it just are you locked in for that? Yeah, I'm. I'm starting the pro tour, which I'm very excited about. Um, obviously, I was really thankful to be able to come back and take a fifth year because I didn't want to finish that out that way and go around the tour then. So, I was very grateful to be able to come back and have another year of college tennis and finish the way we did and um yeah just very excited to begin the pro circuit here this summer and um yeah and see where it goes do you think this extra year that the NCAA granted because of COVID and everything helped you develop more than you were last year or not really yes this I think this is the best year that I have played honestly um I was able to focus mainly on tennis this past year which I was really excited about because in the past Uh, academics took up a lot of my time so to be able to focus the majority of my time on tennis and to the tra transitioning on the pro tour and having a year at UNC and the resources to be able to do that um, I was I was very fortunate I mean it, it, it's still great because I know that a lot of people sometimes decide that if like especially with this fifth year normally people decide to do the masters but it's great that you actually decided to do like a minor as well so just talk to me a little bit about how classes went for you this year with COVID and how many classes you took per semester and what was your training schedule like yeah so I was supposed to graduate obviously last last May I was all on track to graduate and when we found out that we would have another year of eligibility I um, I just I added them I added a minor at the last second so I'd be able to come back um, in the in, for you know for my last year and I took 12 credits uh, to be eligible to play in the fall uh, choose any pretty much um, the classes that I wanted to take which was nice since I only needed a few left for my minor um, so I had a really um, I had a really flexible uh, training schedule in the fall especially with all the classes online which really helped my tennis and training schedule. Uh, for sure, um, obviously, because everyone everyone was online. I was used to that with high school, um, so it wasn't as big of a transition for me. And I really, I really enjoyed that because I was able to use my time, um, you know, the best of my ability. So my training schedule, uh, we had a full fall. Obviously, there were no fall tournaments with the ACC play, uh, so it was just a lot of training, a lot of practicing, two days, uh, really focused on my conditioning and fitness. Um, and then going into the spring. I only had one class, which was really nice. Uh, yeah, that's just because, awesome. Yeah, to be able to underload, you're able to do that as, um, as you know, your last semester 
as a senior. So to be only in one class, it really gave me the flexibility uh, with my coach here at UNC and just my training schedule. And I was able to focus on tennis and I saw a lot of growth in my, both my, in my, in my game, uh, both physically and mentally, which was, um, I think, really important and a really good step for transitioning into the pro tour. So were all, were all the five classes you took this last year all online? Um, it, was, it was four. So four classes uh, is 12 credits, which is what you need to be, uh, take to be eligible. Yeah, but um, you, took, you, did, you did four, four in the fall and five in the spring, right? Oh, sorry, and um, one no, in the four. spring and one in the spring? Four in the fall and then only one in the spring because you, you, um, okay. you can underload your last semester. So, uh, yeah, those were all online. Um, all of them were. I think some in the beginning of last semester you could have gone to class, but because of COVID, you know, you were allowed to make that choice um, if you wanted to risk it. And at that time, we were just, we were just trying to be able to train and um, try to stay in our bubble, you know, so we would be able to play. Yeah, that's what a lot of people don't understand, that a lot of student-athletes are doing that, especially because if you get, like, a positive test or something like that, like, you're automatically out for, like, three weeks. So, like, you, yeah, don't, you, were, you don't really you want to risk it like that. Mm -hmm. You don't really want to risk it like that, for sure. But Yeah, uh, no, there was no one. <laughs> it was funny because in the fall, we really, we really stayed in our tennis bubble, and I think this is the closest our team's ever been, for sure, in my five years, just because, you know, none of us wanted to risk that. And I think that just goes to show... You know how much our team wanted it and how we wanted to you know we didn't want to disappoint each other so none of us like we didn't go out like we really just stayed in our bubble and didn't see anyone that you know we did because we just didn't want to risk it yeah but i think i think that this is great as well because i have heard from multiple people like in in different teams that sometimes the team is not as like they don't all have like a great relationship like or for example like there there's times when I don't know, someone has a, like two or three friends in the tennis team, but they are not all friends, you know, but especially this with COVID and everyone staying in their own bubble. I think, I think it's great in, in that sense, you know, that everyone gets to like get it, get to know each other more. And basically at the end of the day, that is going to translate into the court. Yes, definitely. For sure. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So in terms of outside tennis, communications and media, like from what I see is something you are interested in as well, right? Yes. Yeah. I um, actually, North Carolina was funny. I came in, there were so many, um, so many different options for degrees and I dipped my toes into a bunch of different um, departments and everything and probably switched my major five or six times, <laughs> which is a funny story that everyone always says. Um, but yeah, I really just, I really, once I took a couple of communication classes, I really just fell in love, honestly. Um, I'm a very social person and I like to see, like, I love the mental side of game of tennis. And once I took, I took a class that kind of touched on those things and just, I just really took an interest um, to all the classes that I took. And yeah, that's, and I kind of just went with the, the that, that is my degree. <laughs> But is that something you actually want to try to do in the future, maybe after tennis or not really? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty open to everything. It's, it's a pretty um, broad major, yeah. which I love because it gives, you know, you a lot of options for, you know, uh, whatever you want to do. Um, so definitely open to using that, to using my major after tennis. That's great. So uh, break down for me, if you can, just how it was this year for you, just in terms of expectations for the team, yourself, and if you achieved those goals you had prior to the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when we heard our, we, would, we were able to come back, um, our expectations, you know, was just to have the opportunity to compete for another national indoor title 
an ACC title, which we obviously didn't get to compete for, and then obviously the NCAA. Um, so just as expectations, um, I think, I mean, they were calling, you know, a lot of teams with seniors come back, coming back, super, you know, super teams, super seniors, however you want to um, phrase it. But it was very interesting because, you know, we have 13 girls, which is the largest team that I've ever been a part of, you know, and that's, that's a lot of girls to, you know, make sure that everyone's playing their role, make sure everyone's getting the attention that they deserve, that they need, you know, on the court. Um, and I think coach did a really good job um, handling, handling that this, this year. Um, and just, yeah, expectations. I mean, we just really went in just being really grateful and not taking anything for granted just because, you know, with COVID, like you said, a test popped pops up positive you're out for three months and no one really knew I mean we were getting tested twice a week and no one was getting symptoms which was great but you never you know you, you just didn't know right we didn't have a lot of information at that point so to make it to national indoors to begin with I mean we were so so grateful um and then obviously win the title in the dramatic fashion that we did mm. was just so exciting and so fun and just so great uh for our team and really brought us together uh, it was to, to the beginning of the season. And then obviously throughout, um, had a really good dual season, every match to be able, we hardly played our, um, the same lineup in the matches, which I, which I really found funny. Um, and it, it was great that everyone kind of got an opportunity to play um, throughout the dual season and then going to ACC's. I mean, ACC is one of the hardest um, conferences to play in. And I was thrilled at the competition that we got and, the camaraderie and just everything at the tournament being back in Rome, Georgia, which is where we won it my freshman year, which was really just um, super, super sweet to, you know, finish my fresh start my freshman year there and then end my fifth year there as well. Um, and then going into NCAAs, obviously um, didn't end the way we wanted it to, but just so proud of our team and how much fun and how much, joy we had throughout that tournament i mean the tennis is great and everything but just to experience orlando with them which is such a fun place um and that whole experience you know just to be able with the especially with covid um the year be so proud of what we've done that year you know making attendance double a's with you know only one positive test that um the whole season just to be there with everyone it was it was just an amazing experience and a great way to end off you know, my Carolina career. Before we continue with another episode of the D1 Only podcast presented by TAP, we want to talk to you about our sponsor, Thoughts, Actions, and Progress, who provide the opportunity to any athlete around the world to build their own mental program. TAP, Thoughts, Actions, and Progress offers self-thought manuals focused on the athlete's mindset growth. They give athletes the opportunity to create their own mental program, and these are manuals adapted for different levels at an affordable price. Everyone go check out tapmindset.com as well as the Instagram page tapmindset for more information. That's great. And, I mean, you were, you were the leader of the team. You were the leader of the team this past year. And as you were mentioning, there were 13 girls in the, in the squad. Do you think at times it's hard to put it, like, basically... Uh, like let me say like lead the freshmen and basically tell them like yo like at times you may not be playing but at the end of the day it's like bigger than you you know at the end of the day like everyone has to play like a small role in order for the entire team to be successful you think like that at times it's hard to explain that to someone that perhaps is unhappy because that person is not playing or because they think that oh i should be playing instead of this person or not really I mean, I feel like normally, yes, it would be it be t it would be tough. Like I said, with thirteen girls, but credit to our freshmen, they really came in with the you know the 
it, this was year was new for everyone, right? Especially getting their senior year um, cut short. Credit to them for really stepping up and really just doing whatever the team needed, honestly. I mean, practice, everything. They came out, they worked their butt off. Uh, they were just such good sports, so supportive, um, and really just wanted to make you know their freshman year and make it the best year for us fifth years. Um, so credit to them for just coming in and really giving it their all and not really expecting anything and just really just trying their best. I think it's just that's part of the culture at Carolina that plays a role in that just because, I mean, we really focused this year on how everyone plays a role on the team, you know, no matter – if you're playing or not, I mean, the people that are supporting are can be just, play just in, as an important role as the people that are playing, right? And I think everyone understood their role on the team this year and really uh, stepped up and made the most of it. That's great. I love that. So talk to me a little bit about that culture at UNC. I mean, national champion type program, of course, with great players coming and going. How would you describe the student athlete life at Chapel Hill? And how would you say it has helped you grow not only on but off the court as well? Yeah, I mean, it's the culture at UNC. That's one of the main reasons um, I, I came to Carolina in the first place. I noticed on my first visit that there was just something different here. I mean, the team, the coaches, the campus, it's the work ethic, you know, the, how much everyone enjoys it. They just want to get better. Um, the professionalism, really just everything about it. I mean, I love I love Chapel Hill, for Franklin Street, um, just kind of, just kind of, every, just every, honestly, everything about it. I, I fell in love Um When I first came, Coach Calvis, he always talks about he recruits the player, the person, not the player. And I think that really speaks volumes why our team is so close, why everyone gets along is because, you know, he puts the character of the person first and wants you to really mature and grow as a person. And I noticed that right away. And that's, you know, that's the place that I knew I wanted to be and where I needed to be um, for me to grow as a person and a player. And I think that's really, it's, it's done wonders, not only for my tennis game, but just helping me mature and helping me become, you know, more of a leader in, um, in so many aspects. Do you think that that uh, team sense helped you to like develop a lot for you throughout, throughout your five years? Because I mean, I know tennis players, they tend to be like, I'm a tennis player, right? So I know that in juniors, like it's like such an individual sport. You're always on your own, but then you transition into college and then you're like, oh, okay, I like I have my peers who have the same goals as me. Do you think that it made you like develop that team sense more throughout college? Yeah, I mean, I always talk about like having a team first mentality. Um, that's one of my big things. Doesn't matter how, you know, how you do individually, But once you join a, a team sport, like it's it's putting the team, being able to put the team first. And, you know, if you even if you lose in singles, but the team wins, like being happy for the team. And that's very difficult, especially coming in as a freshman, right? When you're so used to be, just being yourself on the court, right? Just playing for yourself, being very individual, and then coming into an atmosphere where you're playing for something greater. And I think that's the best part about college tennis. And it teaches you to really push yourself because – There's people counting on you, your friends, your teammates, your school, and just to go out there, give it your best, not for only yourself, but for the people you're playing with that you've been training with. And um, just, you know, for your friends out there, I think it just, it brings you to a new level mentally and, and physically. Yeah. And I don't know if you care to expand on that a little bit on how important it is for you to play collegiate athletics at this level. And how do you think it will help you for your future? I mean, I'm, I'm not only necessarily talking about for your pro career in tennis, but in just in life in general. I mean, I think college tennis is the perfect um, 
is, is the perfect transition. Obviously, everyone's paths are different, and that was that was what in the cards for me. I've all, I always wanted to play college tennis. I knew it since I played high school, my uh, sophomore year when I played on a high school team uh, my first time. I just I loved that team atmosphere and just every and everything about it. And I think college tennis is a really good stepping stone. You know, if you're not quite ready physically or mentally or whatever, you know, to go on the pro tour. And I definitely was not. Um, I had I was I did really well in juniors. I was I loved whatever my game, but college was always uh, this is always something that I wanted to do and I feel like the growth and the people that I was around I always like to say that you know you are you become who you surround yourself with right it's the five people you surround yourself whatever and I was so lucky to be surrounded with such great role models at Carolina with coach Calvis my teammates everyone you know the work ethic and just everyone just trying to improve and I think being around that atmosphere really just helped me mature both in my game, but also mentally and help me understand things. So I would be ready uh, to take on the pro tour. I love that. So, I mean, you were the number one recruit in the nation in high school. So you could have gone pretty much anywhere you wanted. Which other schools did you visit aside from UNC? Um, I think I visited Michigan, um, Ohio State, Wake Forest, Um, in Tennessee and I was talking to a couple other schools but we, I was funny because I was in school part-time at the time going to going to class and my mom my grandma and I we literally took one week and we're like all right we're gonna go circle and we're gonna go visit all these schools so I visited you know kind of in a row type thing and then um, I after I visited Carolina I remember saying to my mom my grandma looking at them and just being like I don't I don't need to visit anywhere else this is this is where I want to be Um, so I talked to a bunch of different schools, but didn't get the chance to visit them um, because, you know, it was just one of those gut feelings where I was there. And it just it just felt right. Yeah. Did you ever consider staying in Michigan or were you like, nah, I need to get out of here? <laughs> I mean, Michigan, Michigan's a great school and everything. So is Michigan State. But I was I really wanted to go somewhere um, different. Um, I loved I loved traveling. I didn't get to do it as much in juniors. Because I'm I'm the oldest of six kids and my parents I didn't I just wasn't I just wasn't able to do that with their schedules so I kind of wanted to go somewhere I knew the ACC conference was one of the best in the country and I wanted to go somewhere where I was going to get some of the best competition so I could improve and North Carolina was the perfect kind of option to where my family could still come visit you know I wasn't across the country and I, th I that's where I thought I was going to get my best competition and where coach Calvis he could really help me improve my game you talk to me a little bit about that the, the entire recruiting process in general because I think that it can go two ways like there's two ways it can go like it can be either really stressful or it can it could be like the best two months of your life because I mean for top recruits like yourself of course like you feel so wanted right you have like all these coaches being like yo come here I really want you to visit like da, 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 da. you got like players from different schools like telling you yeah like whatever you need let me know and like for players that are not that highly recruited this is stressful because like they may not be getting the offer that they want or something like that so just talk to me like it's for me it's like I, it's so interesting and so amazing how it all works so just if you could break down for me how it was for you yeah I mean I think it's changed a little bit now but back when I was getting recruited it feels like forever ago um Yeah, no, there was definitely, it was definitely overwhelming with a lot of emails, letters, you know, um, calls and wanting to come visit and everything, especially a lot of the coaches that I knew just from, you know, seeing them around at tournaments. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I was actually saying my friend, I was, I was lucky because I didn't really have 
it wasn't really a tough decision for me. Yeah. Once I visited Carolina, it was like I said, it was that gut feeling. I was like, this is this is it. This is where I want to be. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't a really tough decision, but I could imagine for other people that are you know really struggling um, on on picking a school that it could be very over it could be very overwhelming because obviously four years um, is is a big part of your life. It's where you're going to have your you know was where you're going to grow both physically and as a person and you want to you want to try to make the right choice so i was lucky not to have that much of a struggle yeah for sure so basically this is the last segment of the podcast it's called the d15 presented by tap it's just basically five rapid fire questions you gotta answer them as fast as you can okay got it let's go michigan or north carolina north carolina athletics or academics athletics favorite college memory Bahamas, spring break. Most listened artist at the moment? Drake. Other than tennis related, what profession would you like to attempt? Oh, um, soccer. All right. Did you ever try playing soccer? Um, I used to play actually quite a bit just with my siblings um, when I was, I was growing up. I haven't attempted anything competitive-wise or anything, <laughs> but I always enjoyed playing it with them, playing games younger. All right, I'm going to add one more question. What's your favorite Drake song? My favorite what, sorry? Drake song. Drake song? Oh, there's so many. Um, oh, one I love right now is Wants and Needs. Uh, it's really good, huh? <laughs> it's yeah, really good. I, I love that. Yeah, so, Sarah, thank you so much. That's all I got for you today. I, I'm, I'm glad we were able to set this up. I know, like, you got so many big things ahead of you, and I'm, like, so excited for that for you because like I know I know you're gonna do great things in the Pro Tour so thank you for that and also thanks to all the listeners for tuning in thank you so much for sure